Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. I'm glad you guys have joined me. Today is Thursday, March the 3rd, and it's my birthday. And so today, I'm going to answer your questions about me. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. So welcome to my little corner of the internet. I'm really glad you guys are here. And as always, love, love, love to hear from you. You can reach out to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. That's where you are going to find an awesome little form that will let you tell me you're off the bench stories. I want to hear your questions. I don't mind your criticisms. You can send those too. Again, that's HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. You guys are noticing that I'm having a lot of fun here at the podcast wearing my different statement shirts when I come in. Uh, this one is from a homeschool mom and dad owned brewery in the beautiful state of Virginia. I had an opportunity to go there and you can see it says, pour me a full pint of freedom. So I super love it. This is the Unionville Brewing Company out of uh, out of Virginia. You guys check them out. Freedom fighters are everywhere in the country, and I love to support them. All right, so today's my birthday. Mm -hmm. Lots of times, uh, it, I don't record on my birthday, but I happen to be working today, and so it worked out. And so uh, the staff was talking about, well, what you know, what are you going to do on Thursday? And a lot of times, I have guests. Well, I have an awesome guest for Friday. I can't wait for you guys to hear her. She's going to be on the show tomorrow, obviously. But we thought this is a really good time for me to answer some of the questions that you guys write in. And so we wrote some of them down in my little handy dandy notebook, and I'm going to read my way through some of them. And I hope that, uh, you know, I mean, some of them are really funny. You guys are funny. And you send me questions. I very rarely uh, answer questions. I mean, these are great. I re I very rarely will answer questions th that are just aimed at, at me because it seems in some sometimes sort of frivolous. But I realize a lot of you guys don't know very much about me and you're maybe new to the podcast. So I just would uh, I'll start off with a little bit about where I'm from. So uh, I am a native born uh, Pacific Northwest resident. I was born in Portland, Oregon. And you guys, I'm 52 today, which means I was born in 1970. Wow. You know, grew up in the 80s. Obviously, my parents um, were, you know, in and out of the Portland, Gresham um, area. But my fondest memories come from a little town called Boring, Oregon, that's sort of nestled at the foot of Mount Hood. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of the country. And uh, I loved, I loved it there. I went to uh, a Christian high school. I went to Portland Christian High School and I wrote about this in Becoming Mom Strong. This is one of the ways that the Lord really shaped me in terms of giving me a love and appreciation for Christian education. So my grandparents had an incredible respect for the power of education. And in fact, they had a profound influence on my life. A lot of the things that uh, I'm doing today came out of lessons that my grandparents taught me uh, principles that they instilled in me. I was just talking to my friend, Wade Burleson. In fact, he's running for Congress in the third congressional district in Oklahoma. He was a pastor up until recently. He's going to be on my show next week. And I was talking to him about the profound influence that my grandparents had on me growing up. And one of them was to say that Christians should be involved in every sphere of influence. And so even though my grandfather was a pastor at a small evangelical church in Oregon, evangelical free, I should say, it was an EV free denomination. Uh, we spent a lot of time in our home growing up with my grandparents talking about politics. 
and faith and just this belief that we should be salt and light wherever we are. And so that's where a lot of that passion comes from. You guys heard me uh, talk about the fact that I have a whole bunch of siblings. There are seven siblings in my family and to spare them, give them just a little modicum of privacy. I'm not going to name them all, but uh, suffice it to say all of our, this is a kind of a fun fact about me. All my sister's names start with H and there's a bunch of us. I happen to be the oldest. And then all of our kids start with S. My husband's family, they all start with J's. I don't know. It's some sort of a, it. It probably requires an intervention at some point. <laughs> but I'm noticing that uh, so far, my grandkids are not following suit. So I think that's interesting. One of the questions that came in was asking when, Heidi, when did you move to Washington State? So uh, we moved to Washington State when my husband took a job as a pastor there. So in the late 1990s, we moved to Washington state before that Jay was pastoring at uh, churches in Portland at central Bible church in particular is where we were because we met at Multnomah school, of the Bible back in the day we were married in the late eighties and we're coming up on our 33rd wedding anniversary this fall. So excited about that. Here's the next question. Uh, these are a lot of fun, you guys. So uh, Heidi, what's your favorite color? You, these questions are actually coming into me at at the uh, at the podcast. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite color. It just depends on the mood I'm in. I like statement shirts. That's my favorite color is a statement shirt. So I love when you guys send me statement shirts. You'll notice I wear them here at the podcast a lot. Now that we're on video, you guys can see the shirts that I wear when I come into the office. We actually have a brand new shirt coming out for my run for Congress, which that's next on my list because uh, that was one of the questions, but um, a brand new shirt coming out called I Tested Positive for Freedom and it has an awesome Rick Green quote on the back of the shirt, which uh, when it comes out, we'll show you guys what that is. Rick and Rob, by the way, Rob McCoy, Rick Green and Rob McCoy are going to be coming to the great state of Washington for the Freedom Tour. And that is happening very, very quickly here in March. I'm going to be talking about that a little bit more as the days progress. But uh, the third week of March, I believe, is when they're going to be here. And we have ordered some swag just for that event. So I love statement shirts. So you guys saw me with my No More Mandate shirts. Um, I have one that says, you know, I, I heart capitalism. You know, big government sucks. You know, these are the shirts that I wear all over the country. And in fact, one of my staffers at the Congressional uh, Campaign Office made a collage of me with all of my different shirts that I've worn in the last, just in the last year alone. So I'll wear a shirt for a little while and then I'll give it to somebody who seemed to like it. Otherwise I'd have, I'd have like 150 statement shirts hanging up in my closet. Ain't nobody got room for that. So anyway, I don't have a favorite color. All, all that to say, probably red and white and blue. <laughs> Those might be my favorite. Those are probably uh, my favorite colors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
A couple of months ago, a sweet family sent me some coffee. They're a homesteading homeschool family that just wanted to say thank you for encouraging them in their decision to home educate. You guys, it's the best coffee. I am serious. It's called Shepherd's Crook Coffee, and the Sweeten family followed God's calling when they started this amazing company. Organic beans, air-roasted in micro-batches, the whole shebang. They are also offering flat-rate shipping anywhere in the United States and a special discount to my listeners. Check them out at shepherdscrookcoffee.com and use the discount code HEIDI at the checkout for 25% off your entire order. That's shepherdscrookcoffee.com. Heidi, why did you decide to run for Congress? Um, I, I've talked about this a lot at the show before. My desire to... Um, run for Congress really was born out of my love for this country and watching us move so far away from its founding. You know, our founding fathers noted what was really important, that we were given unalienable rights by our creator. At the top of these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Happiness was originally translated property in the Constitution. I don't know if you guys know that, but then they changed it eventually to happiness, but it's property, right? And this is exactly what is going on in the country right now as we can see uh, babies having their lives snuffed out. We have no regard for life here in the United States from the very, very youngest to the very, very oldest among us. We are, do not value life. And this is one of our founding principles that we value and protect human life. And so life, liberty, obviously, you know, watch, we've, we've been losing our liberty, the federal government outside of its jurisdiction, not doing what it was designed to do. The, the original role that the founding fathers set for the federal government was very, very small. And year after year after year, they take more government and more, uh, they take more liberties with your, uh, with your uh, tax dollars, more liberties with the freedoms that they bestow upon themselves in the Congress. And frankly, I'd like to see that rolled back. I'd like to see us go back to uh, a position of strength whereby we don't have, a, you know, trillion dollar deficits hanging over our heads that our grandkids are going to be paying for, whereby our southern border and our northern border, frankly, look what's going on up in, in Canada right now. Our neighbors to the north are becoming Marxist uh, very, very rapidly. And I heard someone say the other day, we're going to have to start watching our neighbors to the north here pretty quick. And that's not to say I don't love Canada. My my husband and I honeymooned in British Columbia. I love what's going on there. But these guys have massive, massive leadership problems right now. And that's what's wrong with the country. We have huge leadership issues. Leadership issues at the local level, leadership issues at the top of government in our country. And so I am running for Congress to restore the the proper role of government and to protect your life, liberty, and property. And uh, this is these, this, these are very simple directives, right? And so we're not doing them anymore. There's so many reasons. I just happen to love this nation. I love this nation. I think it's the most exceptional nation on the face of the earth. And I'm ready to fight for it. I'm in fight mode. And that's what needs to happen right now. We need people who are willing to stand up, who are willing to fight, who won't be pushed around by the likes of AOC or anybody else uh, on the radical left and uh, and begin to t bring common sense policies back into focus in the United States. Maybe we, maybe we should stop studying the effects of the uh, the hoax climate change. Maybe we should stop trying to study the effects of climate change on pregnant women and start actually funding roads and bridges and actually finishing the border wall and actually uh, supporting the citizens of this country. So there's a lot of reasons why I decided to run for Congress. But uh, at the top of my list is the desire to see this nation be exactly what God gave us in the first place. And this is the only nation on the face of the earth that had 
the foresight and the courage to say that our rights don't come from government. They come from God. So that's why I'm running for Congress. And I would love to see leaders, many, many, many new leaders arise who want to defend your life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And uh, yeah, so that's why that's the main question. All right. Next question is Heidi. What eyeshadow do you use? Uh, uh, um, what do I use? Everybody, I don't. I should have looked at this list before. Smashbox. I think I told you guys before. It's a very small palette, uh, and it just has mostly browns. And I'm not very creative with my makeup, so there you go. <laughs> that that's uh that's that one. Did you guys always plan to have a big family? I love this question. Um, so the answer is no. When my husband and I got married, we decided, well, we didn't really decide. You know, he he came from a family of two children. I came from a family of seven children. And I just was like, all I knew for sure was I didn't want to just have two kids because I came from this very busy family that was always, you know, uh, you know, there's always something going on at the house. And I just remember telling my husband, I can't even imagine how bored I would be if we just had two children. And so, you know, I begged him for the third. And then he just said, hey, you know, I I, I really don't want to have an odd number of children. And so he didn't have to convince me. Then uh, we had our fourth baby. It's a long story. But the, the bottom line is uh, that most of our children were absolutely planned and prayed for, including our number seven, who I had in my 40s. and. Uh, Jay and I have said this many, many times, and I hope it comes across loud and clear here at the show. One of the very best things, I mean, apart from salvation, one of the very best things about our lives, me and my husband's life, is the fact that God gave us seven amazing kids who bless us every single day. They also drive us crazy. Most of our kids are grown now, as you guys know, uh, and we are experiencing the joy of grandparenthood, our fourth grandson is due on the 4th of July, which is a lot of fun. We're excited about that. But uh, family is precious. And the Bible teaches us that children are a gift from the Lord. And in the culture right now, we don't value children, right? We value career. We value money. We value moving, you know, move forward with your life. You make something of yourself. We, we value platform. Uh, God values children. And when Jay and I really caught a vision for that, um, it was just an amazing, amazing um, awakening, I guess, that happened in us. And we realized, you know, we have a very small window of time in which to build a family. And so uh, we did that very, 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 very glad and blessed that the Lord saw fit to give us seven children. And many of you have heard me talk about my uh, miscarriage. I, uh, we lost a baby uh, in between Skylar and Spencer, which is why there's such a large uh, age gap in between those two. But that also taught me the value and what and the brevity sometimes of life and how quickly uh, a life can be lost. And so we treasure every single one of our children and our grandchildren. Uh, I never talk people out of having babies. <laughs> I just think, uh, you know, we we nurture, we do things according to God's word, right? We nurture our relationship with the Lord, then with our spouse and with our children, and then out of an overflow of what, what God does in the home, we're able to pour out into the community. And so that really has been a, a guiding uh, foundation in our marriage is to look at the world through that particular lens. And we love children and God loves children. So uh, that's a, a really great question. And frankly, you know, we get it all the time. You know, people would say, we just met somebody a couple of weeks ago, Jay and I were at an event where I was speaking and 
someone came up to my husband and said, uh, did you have all these children with, um, you know, are you guys a blended family? What's your deal? And my husband snarkily said, I had all of these babies with my first wife. <laughs> of course, you know, he was talking about me. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, family life is something that we, that we greatly treasure. Uh, and so I love it when people ask me that question. All right, Heidi, when is your new book coming out? So wah, wah, bad news. So the book is finished and is at the publisher, but because of COVID and all of the ships stuck out on the Pacific Ocean and people not coming to work and blah, 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 uh, Tyndale has pushed the release of that, of that book out till next year. I know it's sad. But it'll be worth waiting for. Uh, that book is called Mom Strong 365, and it's all about um, staying strong every single day. And I wrote 365 devotions for you guys, and I think I told you toward the end there I had a little bit of help from my friends. And so uh, that's a very uh, that project is near and dear to my heart. I love devotionals, particularly the 365 day devotional. So I can't wait for that to come out. Uh, that's going to be exciting. All right, next. Uh, the new resource. Okay, so um, I don't actually have a lot of news on this, but I will tell you, uh, the the Lord has been really faithful to Jay and I to give us sort of insight into things that were coming and helping us to get ready for them. So years ago, in in two thousand, we started a homeschool cooperative in a northern uh, northern Washington town where my husband was a pastor, and that cooperative homeschool cooperative grew and grew and grew. Really started that kind of out of the the thin you know thin thin air. We didn't know how to run a homeschool cooperative. We just thought this is maybe this will be needed because I was relatively new at homeschooling at that time. And sure enough, uh, it met a huge need in the community when we moved to Southwest Washington, where we currently reside. Just a few years later, we started another co-op and eventually realized oh, this isn't just a need here in Washington. This is a need all over the place. So. Eventually, we started over 60 homeschool cooperatives around the United States, a couple of them up in Canada, and even a couple over in Germany. And that has really been, uh, you know, I'm a solutions girl. We like to look around, and I think people, anybody can see problems. But the question always becomes, what are the solutions? So let's identify the problem, and then let's not spend, you know, all of our time talking about the problems. Let's spend our time talking about solutions. And so First Class Homeschool Ministries was a solution. The Homeschool Resource Center, absolutely a solution uh, to the problem that we're we're facing in the culture right now. We have about 1,600 students here, and we are looking to help uh, plant these in different parts of the country. So this is a great thing for you guys to be praying about as we expand or look to expand the ministry here, because I believe, uh, and I don't think I'm alone in this, I believe that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of families that want what we have here, this little treasure, this little nugget tucked away in Vancouver, Washington. Uh, I think this would be beneficial all over the country because it puts the parents back in the driver's seat of their child's education. And so we're very passionate about homeschooling. I never, that's the next question. I, um, how long have we been homeschooling? A long time, uh, a long time. <laughs> Our oldest daughter is in her 30s now, and uh, we pulled her out of school when she was in second grade. None of the other of our kids, all six of the other kids, never went to a traditional school. They were all homeschooled. And uh, again, just like how the Lord changed my heart with regard to children, he changed my heart with regard to education and took what my grandparents had instilled in me, which was a love for um, the Lord and a recognition 
that the Bible teaches us that when a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher. So then it begs the question, who are our child's teachers? And many of us, you know, and certainly this was true for me when Savannah was in public school, I didn't really know her teachers very well. I certainly didn't know the students that she was being influenced by and uh, over in, in the school that she attended. So a lot of different ways that we can um, look at education. I choose to see it as an opportunity to shape the hearts and minds of the next generation. I think that's how the Bible lays it out. And frankly, the people who are pushing out this leftist ideology through our schools understand that too. And like I told you earlier this week, uh, that is how and that is why, rather, they are taking aim at our children. Because the the Bible teaches us that when children are born to us, you know, their minds are like soft concrete. You know, you've ever uh, put your hands down in concrete and left an imprint there, then you know that uh, eventually that hardens and you can't, you can't reshape that handprint. The only way to do that is to break it and start all over again. Well, we don't want to get to that point, right? And so education becomes very, very important. And it's... Uh, extremely important to me. Last question that came in was about my life verse. Do I have a life verse? And uh, the simple answer, the simple answer, I guess, is no. A couple of verses that have really shaped me, obviously, Luke 640, when a student is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher, but also Psalm 1, which is the name of the nonprofit organization that my husband and I founded in, uh, in the early, no, actually in 2000. We found it. It's called Firmly Planted Family. It was called First Class. Now it's called Firmly Planted Family. And it comes out of Psalm 1. Psalm 1 says that the man who trusts in the Lord is like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither. And whatever he does prospers. And this is what we want for our families. This is what we want for our children to be firmly planted, to be rooted in the rich soil of God's word so that when the winds of the culture blow, our children and our families are not uprooted and carried away by every whim of doctor and every uh, every uh, wind that blows through the culture because we have done the work of being firmly planted. And so that is probably my one of my, if not my favorite passage in scripture comes out of Psalm 1. Uh, I love the word. I'm a student of the word of God, have been my whole life, not, not even remotely close to perfect by any stretch of the imagination. All you got to do is ask any one of our children. <laughs> I'm sure they'd be happy to attest. But uh, I really count it a privilege. And I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart that you guys tune in day after day and you allow me just a few minutes of your time. It's a huge blessing. I, I will be forever thankful to the many of you who came on and helped us survive the financial storm in our lives last year, which was COVID, which just obliterated my speaking season, and now are coming and helping me run for the House of Representatives. And uh, it's important. It's important for uh, for this time in history, and it's going to be important for you to find out where God is working and then get behind the people that God sends to the front lines. Uh, get behind them financially. Certainly, we would love for you guys to support the nonprofit here, which is Firmly Planted Family. Support my run for the U.S. House of Representatives. It's never been more important than it is right now that we uh, come together. And uh, I'm excited. I mean, I am an optimist. I feel like our best days are still ahead of us. I think we may live to see a third great awakening. I, I see God at work all throughout the country and even here in the state of Washington, I see him at work all the time. I was just in California with my friend, Pastor Jack Hibbs, 
and uh, and talking to Ken Ham. And I'm telling you, God's at work. So don't be discouraged. Stay in the fight. Stay on the battlefield. And uh, thank you guys for spending my birthday with me. I really appreciate it. And uh, it really is a blessing and an honor to be uh, piped into your homes every single day. So thank you guys so much for that. And I hope that we can continue to grow in this next year. And I'm very excited. So, what Last question. Do you plan on continuing the podcast if you win a seat in Congress? And the answer is yes. All of the other uh, businesses that we do, the Firmly Planted, Mom Strong International, those have um, uh, wonderful people that Jay and I have been mentoring and building on up those uh, those particular organizations for many, many years, and they can run with or without me at the helm. But the podcast is something I will continue to do. And how interesting would it be to have a podcast coming to you directly from uh from the United States Capitol. So you guys could see what was going on. It gives me a window and an opportunity to communicate with you. And that is what I intend on doing. So anyway, that's that. And I appreciate you guys indulging me a little bit in answering some of your questions about my uh, my little uh, life that is Heidi St. John. So I'm very, very thankful to you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.